0: Earth. Fire. Air. Water. Two years ago, Avatar Korra saved the world from Batu, the spirit of darkness and chaos. Her connection to all her past lives, the past avatars, was severed forever. And despite the avatars' best efforts, the Earth Queen was assassinated by the airbender Zaheer. Though she took down the Red Lotus, The Avatar vanished once again. Now the Earth Kingdom is fractured under the absent-minded King Wu. The people whisper praise and hope in the Great Uniter, who promises peace and prosperity for all. An age of balance with, or without, the Avatar. This is the Second Age of the Avatar. The morning sun continues to rise from the horizon. Behind you looms the massive sea-wong si rock, den of a buzzard wasp hive and the last known location of a malevolent spirit pursuing you. Before you stands a massive chitinous beetle nearly 20 feet tall. The creature chitters and cocks its head, pointing a single shimmering black orb in your direction, looking you all up and down. It grunts, and sand blows off of its uh, snout and and around the ground, kicking up a cloud, as its rider pulls the reins taut, looping them around a branch of the beetle's stately horn. You watch as this man stands up atop the saddle that he's sitting, and takes a moment to maneuver his hands, before he jumps down to the ground more than ten feet below him. Rather than watching him stumble into the sand or break a limb, as any person should, the sand beneath him rumbles and shoots up to form a ramp of earth, curving toward your direction and stopping just inches from your feet. The man slides down the ramp and the structure crumbles to dust and sand behind him, as if it were never there. He stops not three feet from your faces and he says, I will only ask again, who are you? And what are you doing in the lands of the Beetle King? Behind him is his other compatriot, another uh, giant rhinoceros beetle rider, and a familiar figure on her sand sailor. They're about 30 to 40 feet away.
1: I we, I believe we were under the impression that this land wasn't claimed by anybody in particular. It must be a misunderstanding.
0: And here you are. I find you at our most sacred and holiest of places. Again, I ask, what are you doing here?
2: Is Carl? Kara, uh, Kara looking at us?
0: Um. Go ahead and make me a perception check, Hana. Uh, easy. You can see her, and you can see the other rider. Um, but if you want a little bit more of an idea, um, uh, give me give me one, some dice.
2: One success.
0: Kara is looking in your direction as you peer over and like past this man and and try to like lean to get a, a good look behind his massive rhino beetle that's in front of you. You can see that, that Kara is is watching uh, pretty intently from, from her sailor.
2: All I'm trying to read on her is whether she is, like, like, trying to indicate at all, like, that we should not, like, actively recognize her. Like, is she, like, giving a little head shake? Is she doing anything to indicate, like, don't, like, invoke me?
0: Hmm. You. You can't really say for certain. She does okay. appear to be... She's not just standing there, I will say. she's She is looking. She's got her gaze and attention towards you, just like the other rider does um, that is nearby her. Uh, she is not sitting still. She She's kind of like shifting her weight back and forth on her sailor. She does appear to be um, aware, attentive of of your presence in front of her, if that makes sense. Okay. She sees you seeing her, we'll say. And Mariposa, I believe that you were uh, going to, to say something or, or maybe offer another yeah. answer to this man.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, it's uh, this must have been a misunderstanding because as far as I know, uh, th- these lands aren't claimed by anybody, and again, I apologize if uh, we have offended or overstepped our bounds. Um, we were pursuing uh, someone, and we found that person. And we will be making our way out of here, if you'll allow us.
0: You say you say pursuing somebody, and then found that person. And he squints at you, and then squints at Corin, who I believe you are. You've got Bakwan hoisted over your shoulder. Yep. He uh, nudges a chin toward you. Who is this man?
3: This is a fugitive. His name is Bukwon. We tracked him to here. Pursued him into the spirit realm and came back through here. Had no choice. Though we are being pursued, if you wish to conduct more questions, it might be better that we do so, not here.
0: He cocks an eyebrow at you. The spirit world. Pursued by who?
3: Or what? not the right... What is the right question, and I think it's better answered if we get away from here now. It's still pursuing us.
0: Looks behind you, then looks back to you. Have you disturbed the sacred site?
3: I'm not sure I know which part of this... Are you referring to the buzzard wasps? What are you referring to with the sacred site? I'm afraid I'm a little ignorant to the customs here.
0: The rock. The entire rock. This- Oh,
1: Oh, the rock's fine. Rock's totally fine. We didn't break any of it at all. We did not damage the rock. Exactly.
3: We personally did not, no.
0: If you all look- You all look- Alright, like, as the man- Again, like, more obviously looks behind you, this, this path of, um, well, super dry, like super heated earth, uh, that you slid down. Um, that, that cause Roshi, if you guys recall, had lava bent a, a sort of shoot or slide, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that your stone platform barely, uh, well, <laughs> made it down until, until right at the end where you guys were basically all skating on, you know, thin ice, so to speak. Mm-hmm. There is, in fact, a a pretty prominent trail of of like darkened stone, uh, indicating like where where this path had had been formed.
1: Oh You're- well, shoot! Oh, that that's that's crazy. That hmm.
0: Furthermore, you shot not one but two flares. Who were you waiting for?
1: We were. Mariposa's gonna and do and kind of like what Hana did, and she's gonna anyone. also look. We were. Okay, you're gonna.
0: You're gonna look. And Hana, what? I'm sorry.
1: Mariposa, you can go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, at him saying that, uh, she was gonna give another look at Kara to see if she reacted at all to him being like, who shot the flares? And she's gonna kind of look over and see if she's like reacting at all.
0: Mm, yeah, go ahead and, and take a peek. Roll an easy perception.
1: Okie dokie. Um, one success and one threat.
0: Oh, okay. You are able to, again, uh, peer over uh, the... Maybe <laughs> Maybe you are like ducking a little bit to try and get a view underneath the the massive rhino beetle because your mariposa is a little too small to like, peer over the side. Uh-huh. And, and you are doing this uh, however you do it. You are doing it so obviously that the man in front of you um, blocks your view. You're able to quickly spot uh, Kara who is seeing you see her and doing something with her hands. But before you can make out the, 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 like the, the signal that she's trying to create with her hands, uh, there's two stumpy legs in front of you. <clears throat>
1: Uh yeah uh, hi. Can I help you? That's a difficult
0: It's rhetorical. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Sorry, what's Hana gonna do?
2: <laughs> Hana's response is just anyone to who were we waiting for or signaling.
1: Yeah. Um yeah anyone she's she's right uh, we are being chased by the crazy spirit and anybody who sees our flare who's around to help us uh, well, think thank thank goodness you're here because uh y- y- it's bad we better get out of here
0: <laughs> he crosses his arms and, and shifts back on, on 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 the weight of his heels why don't we looks at Corin have a little chat Come. yes. I think that's agreeable and he's like visually like
3: we can see him kind of like looking behind him a little warily because of the last I remember that thing was still chasing us.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. let's go. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Corin, you 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 peek back, give me a perception check. Oh,
3: Push Nike's. Um you're really good at those. You, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the best, I'm the most perceptive person in Avatar World. Was me. Um, is it easy, hard, medium? Uh, easy. Uh,
0: three advantage. No success. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, you're peeking over your shoulders, and it's it's kind of difficult for you to see much uh uh behind you and and especially up atop the rock now uh, in particular with the sun in your eyes it's just kind of like you just you can't get a good look it's too much of a glare You, you can't see anything up there um but with the three advantage you can see there is a a a fury of of buzzard wasps like hovering high high above uh siwan rock almost in uh as though they have quite clearly been antagonized and they're they're you know they're buzzing around
3: uh, mm. bothered
0: and and trying to uh, calm themselves
3: right hmm. yeah it will follow the guy because he doesn't want to wait around to see if um, the tentacly diggy giant spirit comes after them to eat everybody or at least one.
0: Okay. Uh, he will lead you to... Uh, he, he jumps back up using his earth earthbending, uh, propelling himself up back onto the saddle of, uh, of the beetle. And he gives a couple of clicks, and the beetle turns about, uh, and he directs you to follow him as he leads you to uh, the sand sailor and his companion, of course.
3: All right. Yeah, he follows.
0: When you guys get to the sailor, not a few minutes later... Kara sees all of you and makes eye contact and says nothing. Not, not nothing. Uh, she says, she says nothing, nothing direct to any of you, but more so, she kind of generally says, uh, get on the, you know, here's how you get on, uh, take the ramp there, put him down over there.
1: Um.
0: Corrin just nods.
1: Mariposa just looks at Corn as he agrees.
0: Corn
3: winks.
1: Mm, up just as like a Mm.
3: Yeah, no, Corin Corin looks at Mariposa and he gives her, like, a a wink. And then he goes over and he puts uh, uh, Baquan where she instructed.
1: Do you guys have any snacks?
3: She (laughs) does get cranky if she doesn't get her snacks. The trip won't be long. There's no food. Alright, well. Figure it doesn't hurt to ask, you know. I am
1: so sus of car right now. I am so sus.
2: Uh, <laughs> if she the...
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the main ra- No, you're fine. Uh, the main rider kicks up uh, to the side of you um the 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 beetle uh, almost humming with with energy and activity. Uh, and he says, "Come on. We are not too far from the city of Mounds. And he, he like, yeah! kicks off, and the beetle goes uh, quicker than you might imagine a, a massive hulking uh, insect to, to go. The other beetle uh, waits for Kara to kick up her sand vortex and and get the momentum into the sand sailor to follow. You guys are aboard Kara's sand sailor, and, and <laughs> it sounds like Mariposa's got some suspicions. What? Do you guys think is uh, going on?
1: I don't know. I'm I'm I am very concerned that Tara might be a double agent for the Beetle King. Oh, I just figured she was a single agent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought she was like, you know, pretending to work for you know her tribe, but she's actually working for the Beetle King,
2: or the opposite. If she's
1: loyal to her tribe, but she's undercover here?
3: Oh. I don't know. Or they might have grabbed her. Then she's playing along. until. But the right. fact
1: that she's the daughter of the chief, kind of, like, I don't know. That, that's why I think the opposite. Because, really? like, why would they trust her to be working for them? I don't know. Hmm. It could be either, honestly. I, I definitely could see either happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you guys kick up that momentum. And for a moment, you are free to... Walk about the sand sailor. It um, Has taken her position where she normally stands atop the atop the um, like the hut structure that is on the sailor, mm-hmm. where she has a, a better view and vantage to to create and, and manage the vortex. Uh, you're able to put Master Paquan inside uh, inside this hut uh, to for you know for safekeeping, so to speak. Uh, you all get the opportunity to to recover some strain. Mm.
1: Okay.
0: Are there any of the other beetle soldiers on um 2 2 and 1. Excuse
3: me. On the sandskiff?
0: On Kara's skiff? No. Yes. Um in in fact this skiff looks smaller than the one that she dropped you off on. I will just say this is the the first one that you saw her with. Okay. Where
3: were you? How long were we gone?
0: (sighs) 10 days.
3: How Mm. long did it seem to
0: us? 24 hours, give or take.
3: Oh, It only seemed like a day to us. We ended up going into the spirit realm. You did what?
0: (sighs) I waited for you. I waited and I waited. I was there for days. When you did not come, I reluctantly turned around, went back to my father. That is when they struck. There was no warning. And my... my betrothed did not show. His warriors were not there.
3: How many of the beetle warriors are there? In your tribe right now. Here, yes.
0: <sighs> Dozens. But my father is not there. They have taken him to their city Much like they wanted to I swear when I get my hands on Modon I'm going to
2: <clears throat> Kara, will we'll help We'll figure this out
0: What can you do? You all look like
2: know.
0: Well, like you've seen the backside of a badger mole We
3: basically have
1: That's never stopped us before though
3: at one point over there, we had to negotiate with the spirit not to eat any of us. So yes, we had a fun time over there too. But the fact of the matter is, we can either sit here and we can be angry about nothings that we can control, or we can try to fix the situation now
0: that we're here. Regardless, you'll have time to plan. I can't imagine you're in any shape to help now. Corn looks beat to hell, so he just shakes his head. (laughs) I don't have a choice. I must admit I was excited to see you. But when we got close enough, I could see there was no fight in you.
2: Kind of showed up just in time, to be honest.
0: She cracks a smile uh, at you, Hannah when you say that. Maybe next time you let me know what you're getting into. Maybe let me know that you intend to go to the spirit world.
2: What be was nice it like? If we do ahead of time too.
0: Did you see the great one? The wise owl spirit? Yes. You met him? Was he rude? We all did. D- did he grant you wishes?
2: Um not r- no. no. wishes. He doesn't grant
0: wishes.
3: In exchange for knowledge, he gives knowledge.
0: It is as they say. And... What's happened to... And she looks like back toward the rock, you know, over your shoulders, disappearing on into the horizon. What's happened in there?
3: <sighs> well... We came upon Baquan and Sui Chin and they were using another spirit, trying to bore an entrance into the spirit realm by the stone that bound Sweet chim We fought them, and we had to flee, and uh, fleeing deeper into the catacombs, sent us through a cavern that brought us directly into the spirit realm.
0: Her eyes get wide at this description.
3: He says, from there we traveled through a swamp until we ended up at uh, the library.
0: What about him? Roshi? You look different.
3: Changes did not happen post Spirit World. It was happening before we never it. My ship looked different to her.
0: Oh no! Wait, that happened when we fell off the. Yeah, it was that we um, left her? It was. Yeah, it was pretty much. It start began happening right after you kind of jumped off that that sailor. Uh, yeah, a lot happened. I am. It brings me joy to see you are well. Well enough. You should recover. Gather your strength. For we are going to the underground city. There's no telling what they will do to you when we get there. Hear me, listeners. As the Earth Kingdom continues to fall into turmoil, the agents of the Great Uniter have turned their sheer shoe upon me, But Lightning Lee is too clever, always one step ahead of those who would snuff out the truth. It's been nearly two weeks since the Grand Conference at Omashu, and the Order of the White Lotus has wasted no time sticking their nose into other people's business. While the Fire Nation and Northern Water Tribe have rebuked the Order, many Southern Earth Kingdom states, along with the Southern Water Tribe, have welcomed the Order's intervention within their tenuous borders. Little is known about the disgraced master being held in the custody of the White Lotus, but my inside sources tell me the master's name is Yuren. If these reports are true, we are looking at the biggest political trials since those held for the perpetrators of the Hundred Year War. Yet I question whether this is truly the best use of the Order's time and resources. If my sources are correct, the trial will be over by the end of the month, just two weeks away. This has been another lightning brief with Lightning Lee. They can't stop the signal. I'll just redirect it. All right. So you guys are traveling. You 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 get uh, fixed up by by Doctor Roshi and Physician's Assistant Hana. The beetle taking the lead in front of you comes to a halt uh, before a, a seemingly featureless uh, cliffside, and, and and sort of like spiring mountains, uh, looming in the kind of, not in the middle of the desert, but like branching off of one of Siwong Desert's like main mountain ridges that run, uh, not only on the perimeter of the desert, but sometimes into the desert itself. And you, you come to these, these huge sort of spinneret like spires, these, these these mounds that are jutting out from the surface, and and looking at them as, as you get closer, they are again massive and and they're porous with all of these different windows and or maybe not windows but like different holes um, that appear to be like carved out of these 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 triangular mounds. They almost look like like big termite mounds, and these these holes. Uh, you can see, like, silhouettes of people moving back and forth um, in, through some of them. But Kara tells you that these above-ground structures aren't the city proper. And as you get close, you can actually see, like, these mounds are almost uh, put in particular spots, or, or they look, right, uh, man-made, or, or at least touched by, by the hands of men. And... The the rhinoceros beetle goes off to the side, uh, and and the rider jumps off again, and calls for the other, whistles for the other rider, and the other rider comes, uh, and, and Kara is like gets off of the sand sailor as it comes to a halt, and um, stands nearby, but not next to, uh, not like helping these men as these two men work together to shift the sand off this massive stone rectangle hidden beneath the sand. And it the sand wipes away almost like a, like a parting sea. And you can see this, this huge platform as the, with their earth bending, they, they lift their hands up and this platform opens up uh, from the ground almost uh, both up and down. And as the platform opens, you can see now a a hidden staircase, or a staircase that was hidden, leading down into the darkness below. Come. Grab your companion. We head down below. So you'll grab a Quan disembarked what,
2: what is this city um, is this city uh in the territory that already belonged to the beetle king or that's
0: a that's is, a good question are you asking that to me or to kata
2: i i'm asking it to you based on like did, did like we went to her city previously
0: yeah, yeah you went to one of her settlements like,
2: in a different area of the desert correct okay
0: you guys will disembark and, and warily uh, step into this newly created threshold. This, this, not a tunnel per se, but this staircase almost leading down into uh, a subway, if that gives the right kind of vibe. Like you're going subterranean. Um, and, and as the light behind you disappears and the darkness ahead of you grows, that darkness then, just as quickly as it came, uh, dissipates. And is, you can see the space below is illuminated by, uh, these green glowing crystals, tiny crystals of all shapes and sizes. Uh, some of them sitting in sconces on the wall, some of them like hanging almost chandelier like from the ceiling, uh, but illuminating nonetheless and lighting up the entire space below, uh, with this like warm green light, very similar to the light that you guys saw inside the rock.
2: The people live down here uh, out of the Sun
0: hmm the beetles themselves are following you
2: Ooh. the
0: space is big enough cavernous enough and, and and like large enough at least here to accommodate for uh, even the size of the beetles. Um, and to answer to your question uh, Hana the one of the the beetle wearing the beetle hat wearing men will answer to you yes uh, living in the ground protects us from the harsh rays of the Sun
2: Guess that makes sense
0: Our ancestors have Continuously inhabited this space for many generations And as you're walking through uh, this this sort of uh, you come to like a level area down deep below you get the impression that you've you've gone down descended um, you know 20 30 maybe 50 feet uh before you finally get to like this this flat area and there are stone arches all over there uh not stone arches uh, stone pillars lining the the sort of great hall that stands before you there are archways that sort of delineate pathways or, or different roads and there are people moving about men and women um, of all shapes and sizes you know skin tones and varieties of all ages, boys and girls people just going about their days. A lot of the men are wearing similar garb. Most of them are shirtless or, or wearing vests. They don't wear a whole lot of clothing. And it's a stark contrast to the sand tribesmen that you, you met when you went to Kara's village, where all of the people, were wearing almost as much clothing as possible. They had multiple layers, they had wraps, they they covered everything from their forearms to even their hands as much as possible, and their faces, they were wearing, you know, um, these like nice sun visors almost, uh, head wraps, everything. Where here, people are are wearing far, far less. the women are adorned in different, uh, like bangles and and um, other sorts of metal pieces of jewelry that jingle and dangle on their clothing or on their arms or ears as they walk by, and the men all have variety. Like every man's hat or head is covered by some kind of hat. Uh, most of the hats. Are are, they look like small beetle? Well, quote unquote small. They're head size, but like beetle carapaces that they wear on their heads. And even the little kids, um, the the little boys, are are wearing like smaller, but still large, like bug carapaces on their heads. The the two riders, uh, or or rather one of the riders, uh, kind of is is corralling the two beetles off to the side and, and hands the reins over to uh, like a stable boy. And you can see these beetles are being led to um, another section or another segment on this first level where there is a, a large sort of barn area um, for, for multiple beetles of varying shapes and sizes. You can see all of their, well, many different uh, giant rhinoceros beetles uh, being taken care of, having their chitin scrubbed, being fed, um, and and generally just living, you know, living their lives. There are other animals that skitter about. Um, looking down uh, by you, you can, as you're walking through and, and following uh, the, the first man, uh, the one who's done most of the talking as you're following him, you can see on the ground skittering by is a sort of another sort of chitinous creature. This one has like a fuzzy maw, almost a meerkat-like, but its body looks like a termite.
2: And is everything lit down here just by those crystals you described? Or is there, like, fire also?
0: No, there's, yeah, so that's a good question. There is fire. Uh, There will, or rather, you will see certain sources of fire, especially up here as you're walking by different um, makeshift shop fronts and people selling wares uh you can actually you you can waft the smells of food being cooked um all of you maybe having having not really eaten uh a good meal in a while uh, will recognize that like quintessential fried dough smell Mm. and um you can see, uh, as as you're walking by and like following your nose a little bit, you can see there's another sort of like walk-up bar where several men and women are just like chatting and having uh, having a drink from some from clay goblets. But as you guys are walking, everybody kind of parts, like par- parts for you and like gives you a wide berth. People are like looking at you funny. The children are the ones who are most curious and the ones that typically get the closest. Um, but nobody says anything, like as you walk by them people stop what they're doing, watch you with their eyes, and then go back to what they're doing uh, as you pass by.
2: Hana's actively smiling at any child that like, comes over.
0: You'll...
1: will do the same, if that's alright?
0: Yeah, of course! You guys will get, you guys will get uh, similar reactions from the children. Some of them will even wave, and I think at one point like a, a boy and a girl are waving at you and like, a motherly figure comes about and grabs them both, like, by the shoulders and pulls them back and kind of scolds them. F. <laughs> um, you guys come to the end of this particular hallway, and before you is this... The hallway ends almost abruptly uh, in front of a, a massive stone circle with a hollow square in the center uh, they look very similar to Earth Kingdom money, except it's on a massive stone scale, right? And the, uh, the, the guard, uh, that was with you, um, will, <clears throat> he will say, one moment, please. And he takes a stance, and you can see his, his body begin to tremble as he struggles, and the door, him without touching it, rolls into, into a slot carved into the stone, uh, you know, to the left or to the right. And as it does so, the threshold opens up and he beckons you to proceed.
2: Tentatively proceed.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a staircase that goes down. mm mm-hmm. I would have you have cleaned up before I take you to see the Beetle King, but time is of the essence.
2: Is Kara still- is good. with
0: us? Yes, Kara is still with you. She has said nothing since you have arrived, and you kind of are in the within earshot of this man.
2: Can I like make a perception check to see if, like, try to read anything from like her face or something?
0: Why don't you? Yeah, why don't you give me an easy perception check while you are you're looking Kara up and down? I'm wondering if maybe instinct might be better to read her expression but give me the perception easy we'll we'll see what happens from there
2: okay i have better perceptions
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no worries no worries
2: <laughs> um remembering how to dice <laughs> <laughs> two advantage
0: okay um you you aren't able to get a good read on, on Kata's face. Maybe it's just the poor lighting, uh, but you you are able to spot um in the in like in the distant not in the distance, but like along the walls. Um one of the details that you notice, Chet, about this space is that it all looks carved. Everything has almost a seamless appearance to it. It doesn't look like the stones that that make up this this structure. Were brought here. It looks like these people carved into pre existing stone that was here to create the space around you. Another thing that you notice are um, like metal pipes running along the ceiling. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But no, unfortunately, you don't, you you can't make out any particular expression or or emotion being conveyed across Kara's face. You are brought further and, and escorted further down. With the other guard now behind you, the other guard in front of you, uh, down to a the second level, uh, even further, you know, descending even further into the ground, and here you see a lot more living space. You see people lounging in different like open sort of foyers or lobbies. Um, you see a a, a room almost uh, like a like a separate room off on a hallway that. Looks like it could be a, a place for children, like a daycare or a school. But there's a lot of kids on the other side of the doorway that you can poke through. Um, you see other sorts of social services. You see people getting their hair cut. You see some people, uh, you know, shining shoes or or, or selling clothes. Um, you don't see as many animals on this floor as you saw on the floor above you. And the the people continue to go and, and lead you to yet another um, staircase, bringing you down further still. This third floor presents and opens up into a large, big cavernous room uh, chamber. And in this chamber is a, a, a huge, almost olympic size pool of water. And there are people dipping in and out, some totally naked, some going for a swim, others who are clearly bathing. Um, but it looks like a, just a large bathhouse, and you can see like the walls uh, here are a little bit more intricate, a little bit more decorated. Um, there's there's more like relief on the walls, uh, more just to give this space. It, it, I mean, it very much feels like they they wanted to give this space like that communal feel of of. You know, of openness and, uh, you know, of being inviting to, to the community to come here and dive around or wash up.
2: That's a lot of water for in the middle of the desert.
0: You say that out loud, Hana?
2: Yeah.
0: Mmm. The guard in front of you will, will peek behind his shoulder. This is our aquifer. There are very few like it in the desert in fact oh please
1: how did it get here how did the water get
0: it is a good question the the earth beneath our feet contains a variety of wealth and riches our ancestors found this place and knew that it would be a good place to settle down away from the harsh rays of the sun there is an underground current that runs water through this this pool that you see here.
3: How yeah. far does that current travel?
0: Hmm. I I can't say that I know for certain.
3: But it's this is like a, a good river. place.
0: You will have to ask. Uh, maybe maybe some of our surveyors. <laughs> that is not the question I can answer. Yeah.
3: Corrin seems to visibly relax. <clears throat> since this is the first time since they've been in the damn desert that he's been around this much water in a while, so he seems more at ease
0: You definitely uh, have have been around not nearly this much water in a while <laughs> mm-hmm. Water skin <laughs> In fact, so so Corrin um, give me a, give me like a and, and Roshi with your seismic sense both Corrin and Roshi, give me like a give me a perception check, both of you but using your bending arts Ooh, thank you. So, so it's not a... <laughs> I lied. It's not a perception check, but it's its Bending Art's Guile, basically.
3: Bending Art's Guile?
0: Yeah. Since perception is Guile. Okay. Do I have so to use Guile because I'm using Seismic Sense? You, you have your Seismic Sense uh, the way it would typically function for pe- uh, perception. You're okay, using sure. your feet. Um, this will be average. Average? Okay. Average is two, correct? purple yes three successes three advantages and one
3: triumph um
0: i'll get there in a sec okay
3: that cancels all of that uh two
0: successes three advantages okay wow wow wow. so both of you are successful in 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 feeling and knowing um Core and through your water bending, and and mm-hmm. Roshi just through the vibrations on your feet, you are both able to tell that this aquifer um, goes all like it covers the entirety of this space beneath you. Then it goes even deeper than you can see in the pool, and that it runs far beyond you can actually perceive. Like it, you can perceive it up to a certain point, and then it must keep going because you can't. Like, it's just beyond your effective range of knowing what's there. It's like you've reached a boundary, and it's like, but the water's still going, so it must continue even further than I can I can see right now. Um, you mm. both rolled three advantage. And mm. I think with that advantage, you, you know, um, Corin in particular, you know that this water flows mm-hmm. down below. Like, at the bottom of the pool, you can feel the current moving. Um, You know, the deep end, quote, unquote. Uh, And in fact, looking around, uh, you can see various like warnings or signposts that say like, don't go too deep or you will be swept away. Um, Want to die? Do you want to die? Because that's how you'll die. (laughs) Uh, Roshi, with your three advantage, you can feel... Um, a variety of, of like open crevasses and ventilation shafts all around you like in you know hidden behind walls that are visible or or just beneath the floor in general like there's a lot of uh hollow space that is unoccupied by people and you you surmise that that's probably what leads up into those sort of spinneret mounds above where you saw these these huge gigantic again like Termite esque mounds uh, with holes in them all over the place, like poked. They looked like windows a little bit, but they also kind of looked like just haphazard holes. And so you're you're kind of like putting two and two together because you can feel these sort of shafts leading up and then also leading down, um, maybe carrying currents of air. With the triumph, Roshi, is there? Do you want to? What do you want to throw something in here? Is there something that? Another feature of this room, is there another room Nearby that you feel? Uh No, I'm not really sure Okay um, I will say then uh, With your, your triumph You can feel the You can feel the pressure Of moving water through pipes um, Up ahead In the direction that you're headed Specifically pipes or natural waterways S- Specifically pipes And on top of that, I think, like, you know, getting clued into that vibration, you're able to, like, follow it along that, the line of that pipe, and you can feel the, the, the low hum of distant machinery. Okay. Okay, and... the, the guard continues past this, this large pool, uh, to a, a huge doorway, a, a huge another uh, another like stone threshold with a massive stone door before it. Unlike the, the stone door that you saw uh, above that this one man was able to open on his own, this door has two hulking guards posted nearby and the door itself is uh, you know the, the, the wall uh, that this door uh, is against. Uh, the wall is huge and it has this huge stone motif uh, uh, of stylized gigantic on one side is like a gigantic rhinoceros beetle and on the other side is an unfamiliar like serpentine-esque lizard or salamander of sorts. Um, I don't know if it's a creature any of you have ever seen before but it it, it is you've got that this this big lizard on one side and the giant rhino on the other, uh, both of them like meeting uh, almost in in combat but above the door. And then the door beneath them, uh, again posted with two guards on either side. And as you guys are approaching, the two guards acknowledge the the one in front of you and work together to split this stone coin massive in two. And the coin doesn't move from the location like the other one did. The other one rolled on like a track almost. This one, the coin splits down the middle. And each half rolls either to the left or to the right. And in doing so, opens up a sort of like curved triangular entrance beneath where the two tips meet. And so you're able to slip through that uh, into the room on the other side.
1: That's cool.
0: <laughs> I can imagine that this is an impressive location for you. Having never been here, not many from the surface travel this far below. Yeah,
1: no, I never would have guessed something like this is a thing. That's
3: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen better. <laughs> I bring you to the fountain chamber. Before you proceed, there are two things that you must know. One, do not look the Beetle King in the eye. And two, you will address him as the Beetle King.
1: So, when we speak to him, we have to say, So, uh, the Beetle King, or just Beetle King.
0: He shoots a glare at you.
1: Do We need the the.
0: And then at you, Hannah. Hana. Mmm. No, okay. You not no article.
1: Okay, just beetle okay. being addressed directly. Got it.
0: What about Where his are we royal? Where
1: supposed peatles? to look
0: though? <laughs> what about his what? Royal beetleness. Mmm, n- <laughs> no. Uh, you can call him hardened one.
3: Uh <laughs> cut- <laughs> <laughs> No. Mm. <laughs> Oh, context! No context! Man. Context! The oh, <laughs>
1: stiffened beetle man. No.
3: <laughs>
0: you may also address him as his formal title, his iridescence. Does
3: does he glow? Is he? Yeah. That's oh, was <laughs> asking as well. He's like, he's genuinely curious because his iridescence, does, does he glow?
0: He shoots a glare at you. No, of course not. Then why... never mind.
1: You would think that, like, his luminance would also be appropriate.
0: He doesn't glow!
1: (laughs) God, we're so Mm -hmm. awful! (laughs) Mm. That was a good question, though, that Hana had.
0: Uh, Kata will nudge you, uh, Mariposa, having been the last one to, like, make a little joke. And, and just kind of like n- nudge you and whisper under her breath, please, they have my father.
2: Well, Hana really doesn't know though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it wasn't really a, that was a good question that Hanna had. We're, if we're not supposed to look at his eyes, we're- <laughs> I'm not, this is Hope laughing, Mariposa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, yes, everything Hanna asks is in absolute earnest.
0: <laughs> Please proceed into the fountain chamber.
1: But him! I him! Just don't I'm look just at gonna, him! Look I'm at just him gonna look head. at my hands.
2: If I look at my hands, I won't look <laughs> at him.
1: Everything I know about business is going out the window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my degree!
1: <laughs> my degree! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, you guys, you guys are sort of nudged by, by the two guards, uh, that, Stay like enter into the room behind you, but stay posted at the door on this side of it And as you are are nudged into this very grand chamber in the center of the space is a large water fountain That is actually like jettisoning water and shooting it up Uh, Roshi these are the pipes that you you felt up ahead and through them You can feel like the running water that they somehow have have Created the, this pump system down here to take some of that aquifer water and and run it through this really fancy carved like marble fountain uh, that's in the center of the room. Lining the, the sort of left side and the right space are several columns going from front to back. And in the back of the room, you can see, um, again carved into the stone itself, a sort of raised platform or dais of sorts. And a throne, but a very humble throne, I should say, and, and sitting atop that you, you see his iridescence and you can see immediately why the title was conferred to him as such his his crown of of beetle carapace is nicer than everyone else's this one has that sort of like blue green shimmer to it and draped on his shoulders very unlike the rest of the men that you have seen uh, in the settlement so far well, is is a sort of like chitin chest plate uh, of sorts he's he's not only got the the vest that is quintessential, you know the cloth vest that is quintessential uh, that the other men are wearing but beneath that he also has this like ch- chitin armor which again is glowing in the shimmering torch and crystal light um, and and it's very clear to you like he's almost glittering with with pearlescence um, and he stands cut a bows
1: also bow.
0: Yeah, Hannah will. Mm -hmm. Please, you can... you can stand. Come closer.
1: Uh, Mariposa will straighten from her bow and, not lifting her eye, just walk forward not not like too slow that it's it's to be seen as, you know, like she's being a smart ass, but slow enough that it's like I'm not rushing up to you to do anything, you know. You can I don't want to alarm
0: anybody. You can come a little bit closer than that.
1: <laughs> like inch a little more. And she'll no. look to her side to see if anybody else is also walking up with her to
3: see if she's the only one. If well, she's she... walking up corner <laughs> back up, he'll walk up with her.
0: To what do I owe the privilege of seeing, well, these Outsiders,
3: Surface Dwellers? That's a good question. We were brought to you.
0: Hmm. Mushi, and one of the guards behind you, uh, stands to attention. The one that uh, has in fact been the one kind of leading you through this foray. Yes, my captain. Not captain. Yes, my king.
3: <laughs> He's He's captain, my captain. On the track. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: That's when they knew they done fucked up. <laughs> Why have you brought these outsiders to Terakuyu? Uh, well, my my liege, I they they were we found them near the sacred site, the Rock of Si Wong. Hmm, is that right? And what were you doing at our sacred site?
3: We exited from the spirit world through a portal and it spit us out there. Yep. Is that right? That is correct. That is how we arrived there when you found us.
0: Mushi, can you confirm this? Well, n- 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 no, my liege. We-, we found them outside the rock. Hmm. And he looks back toward you. And he nods to you, Corin. Who is that on your shoulder?
3: This fugitive. His name is Quan.
0: So, if I am to believe you, you've traveled here, through the spirit world, chasing after... a fugitive?
3: Yes. Mmm.
0: Lock them up. Put them what? away.
2: What? Why? Well, I,
0: I can't trust you, can I? Why? <laughs> Until we have uh, figured out if your story is true, we're taking precautions. I, I hope you understand. I, I can't let you roam about your strangers.
3: The easiest way to confirm that is send some of your men into the rock. When you go deep enough, you'll find the portal into the spirit world. If they would survive. As I was told, nobody survived
0: that. He, wa- he waves his hand um, to, to kind of indicate, like, hey, let me... Hold on. You should know that we can't just send our men into the rock. It is a sacred site. It's off-limits to... Well, my mirror.
1: Your innocence. How do you expect Tim Lacken, to find uh, proof if nobody can go to the site where we came from? We could... We, uh, if, Forgive me, but we haven't done anything wrong. We didn't even realize we were trespassing.
3: As I said, we exited. We didn't have a choice where it spit us out.
1: And we don't even need to be here. If you let us go,
2: we can just leave. We won't bother with this.
0: I could let you go. It is within my right. He looks over to Kata. Sand princess. Is what they say true? She still bowing, says, "I cannot confirm whether they were in the spirit world, my leash, but it is true. They did go to the rock to pursue the one on his shoulder." He sits down. Please, you may stop bowing. Stand. kara sits upright, as do several others in the in this con in this court in this room. You say you've been to the spirit world. Yes. Tell me, what was it like?
3: Imagine going to a place where everything that you thought was normal was wrong. Every instinct, wrong. It's beautiful. It was whack. But it is... Strange place, beautiful, but strange. The easiest way that I could make an analogy of it is I tripped at one point and fell on what I thought was a toad. It grew to the size of a house and threatened to stomp me if I did not apologize quick enough. Mm.
1: True. Rushi built it a new home.
3: He did. It was mm. custom
1: made too, very impressive.
3: And then he was appeased and he helped us. They are very particular about mannerisms, being polite. They consider us rude. Hmm. Dangerous place if you're not careful.
0: Standing or sitting from sitting from his, his stone throne, he, he lifts a hand and gestures uh, to the two guards in the back of the of the audience chamber. Mushy, Wushi please. Clear this room out. And without word, they, they quickly go to the sides of the room and, and gather the, the, the courtiers and passers by that have kind of gathered in this space and corral them out the, the door through which you came, leaving only you, your party, and, and Kata in the room. Uh and and he gestures to, to Kata and he says My beloved. To me, please. And she sheepishly, like, stands and, and, like, walks to, uh, to to the side of his throne.
3: This isn't the same guy that we saw back at her place, right? That was, yeah.
0: This is not the same guy. Uh Uh-oh.
3: This is, this is, he's, yeah. Uh
0: Uh-oh. I would like to hear all of the details of your travels through the spirit worlds. Everything you can remember, spare nothing. And you will tell me of these threatening spirits you've encountered.
1: Mm. Uh
3: -uh.
0: My men don't believe me. Well, many of my men believe me. The ones who are loyal. It is the people of this desert that I Struggle to convince, and in you has been delivered, my final weapon. Well? Trying to
3: convince what?
0: (laughs) That the world is changing, isn't it? You've seen it yourself, so you claim.
1: It's true. But this is sounds like, at least from what you're saying, that this, the tales of what we have, encountered and experienced in the spirit world seems to be some pretty important stuff to you. If we tell you about our experience, will you let us leave?
0: That seems a fair trade. Information for passage through my lands. This I will do.
1: Sort of, kind of like look to her companions, you guys, Yin's guys. And uh, oh God. see if uh, everyone seems to like. If anyone seems to disagree, I guess uh, because you know we don't really seem to be able to have a powwow right now. So,
3: <laughs> Corrin just kind of glances over to Mariposa, and then he looks back over at the king because right now there's not there's no gardens here, guards in here right now. You said right?
0: Um, just the two, uh, Mushy and Wushi who are posted gotcha. at the back. Gotcha. Okay.
3: Yeah, he just looks at Mariposa and then he, you know, they're not really in any position to deny the guy what he wants right now since we're in the middle of a city underground and it's going to be a little tricky even for them to get out. He also is looking at Kara now that she's next to the king, and he—the king has their—they have well—they have the king's attention. Does her? Does she do anything different now that he's not looking directly at her?
0: Uh, her gaze is is uh, down. She uh, she her head is mostly just held down. It kind
2: of seems like she's afraid of him. So I.
3: Think we yeah, can he seems
1: like a douchebag.
3: Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> yeah this definitely bag, yeah. seems like a a, a forced kind of we're gonna combine families and I'm gonna be the king of the desert kind of thing. That's the vibe I'm getting.
1: Yeah. And
3: uh, Tim and Corn both don't dig that. So. Yeah, neither does Mariposa. <laughs> but I so, think
1: we need to uh, take this one step at a time as far as
2: tread carefully.
1: Yeah, yeah, treading carefully and ad- addressing issues. As we can.
3: <laughs> so if I may ask, um Your illuminousness is is that really what you like being called? We were told to call you that, and I just I don't he, he, uh, he's being very candid with him right now. He's not being disrespectful.
0: He's just like, Do you really want me to call you that? He he actually you'll you'll see him like furrow his brow and, and like pinch the bridge of his nose and, and he'll he'll wave his hand at, at this sort of like Attempt at formality and he'll say, No, no, we can do away with the formalities. Please call me Gasho.
3: Gasho. My name is Korn. This is Mariposa. This is Hana. This is Chet. Mm-hmm. And this is Roshi. Well and met. He'll start, to, I guess he'll begin telling. He's going to obviously leave out certain details. Which ones? Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's gonna tell him all about the spirit world, but not so much the particulars of Baquan and other certain things, because he doesn't—he didn't ask about that. He just wanted to know about the spirit world.
1: So, like, not about Baquan and he's his just going yeah, no,
3: he doesn't need to know any of that unless he asks. He's just gonna talk about all the crazy shit they saw in the swamp with the monster and the lychee berries and the and then uh, Wan Tong that whole debacle. <laughs> And the whole time, like he's gonna be checking with his compatriots because you know, leaving might not be in our best interest at the moment if we intend to help Kata.
0: yes um you as you as you guys fill in the details about your your travels in the spirit world and the adventures, the experiences you have uh periodically he will will chime in with like small clarification questions about like who you ran into or what you remember uh seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, visually tell me about the landscape. Um, you know, what did you smell? Did you, what was food like there? All this other, you know, really like nitty gritty details. He's not mm-hmm. asking about what you did there, more so than like what it was yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. He's he's f- very clearly more interested in the the space uh, in the in the world itself, and
3: he's kind of fanboying
0: like the spirit world.
3: little bit? Like, that kind of vibe? Like, ooh, tell me more, tell me more. Ooh, what was that like? What was this like?
0: Not, no, he's much more composed than that. Um, He is gathering
2: intel. Like
0: a conqueror looking for the next step. Yes, you can see him.
3: So after that, so what are you trying to convince your people of with the change? Exactly.
0: (sighs) As I have campaigned, across this desert for last two years. I can tell you without a doubt that the spirit world is merging into ours. I've seen it myself. Do you know about the gilicorns?
1: Gilicorns?
3: I'm afraid I don't. I believe it's my turn to ask you if you would be so
0: kind as to enlighten us. Mariposa, you can make me a knowledge uh, nature check. Oh.
1: dokie.
0: I think. Do you, you? You are skilled in you. That is a skill that you have, right? Um. Yes. Do any of you have knowledge nature, or is it just Mariposa? Uh,
2: I, I do. do, but mine was specifically about plants.
0: Okay, that's good to know. Uh, so, just Mariposa then, and this will be um, average. I think I said.
1: Average. Dropped it.
0: <laughs>
1: um, two success and two threat.
0: Mariposa knows about, uh, gilicorns. They are small, um, bipedal, uh, lizards that live in and around dry, arid environments, particularly Siwang Desert. They are scavenger creatures. Um, and you, you know that they, uh, well, Mariposa, you believe that they are eaten and treated as a, a delicacy in the desert.
1: Oh. I know about gilicorns a bit. Is that right? I do. Uh, just what I've read.
0: Hmm. Well, then I suppose maybe you know a little bit about these giant gilicorns.
1: Do I know anything about that?
0: No. Not, you've, you've, I, you've never heard of the giant gilacorn. You, you surmise, is that just a bigger gilicorn?
1: I <laughs> uh, don't believe so, but is it just a bigger uh, version of the same thing, or?
0: <laughs> uh, the young. No, our people once feared and revered the <laughs> giant gilicorns thousands of years ago before they were wiped out by some avatar or another i'm sure we the beetle clans were able to drive them back through our intelligence through our husbandry of the rhinoceros beetles as you can see we take influence from the creatures and animals around us why these very caverns were carved from the stones after we observed the buzzard wasps creating a nest of their own we inhabit the space, underground, to thrive in an otherwise harsh environment. Mm-hmm. But the giant gilicorns, so our myths tell us, as told by our shamans, they threatened our very way of life, bigger even than the giant rhinoceros beetles, rivaling the size of the great sand sharks of wall Wow. Those are pretty
2: big.
0: He slams his fist, not a a fist, he slams an open palm on on the, the arm of his stone throne. And I tell you what, they're back! I saw one with my own eyes. And where there's one, there will be more. My people are not ready. The people of this desert are not ready. When the Avatar left open those portals, she let return many, many dangerous creatures. She's thrown the world into An imbalance. And our people need somebody strong and pragmatic to lead us through these trying times. I see. Did you see anything like that when you were there, in the spirit world? Were there any lizards?
1: Did we see any lizards when we were in the spirit world?
3: None that you can recall. I mean, really, we only saw spirits.
1: Unless, oh. Oh my god. Is that like, I'm sorry, a little out of character. Like, oh, I don't want to like say something without like, you know, What? talking about us at the party. Like, what if we like tell him what he wants to hear and he's like really happy about it and, you I'm know, just the same thing? Yeah, <laughs> curious favor. You know, now that you mention it, I do remember seeing something like that while we were in the spirit
0: world. His eyes light up. Go on.
1: They were pretty ubiquitous. I mean, they're scampering around and whatnot. Uh, We journeyed through the swamp to get to the portal to come back. And while they seemed to be fewer in numbers, the closer we got into that area, they were still around, even through when we went through the portal to come back this way. I wouldn't be surprised if some had maybe made their way out.
0: I see. As you came here through... Not a portal, but a tunnel? Yes. Can it be closed? Uh. Can it be
1: closed? I mean, with master earth crafters and sandbenders and stonemasons like yourself, I'm sure absolutely with your technology, you'd be more than fit for the job.
0: Scratches his chin. He's uh, very clean shaven. I see. There's one problem. We can't go there.
1: Why is that?
3: It's sacred.
0: The grounds are off limits. That you were even there. I shudder to think what our shamans will have to say. And you saw these giant Gilacorn.
1: So, I honestly didn't put two and two together whenever I saw them, because they were so much grander than what I read about. No, wait, how wait. could you? I know, right? What do I know? But yeah, I believe from what you described, it seems to be that's what we saw all over there. Right, guys?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just,
0: I'm just lie. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys?
2: Uh, yes. Hana is kind of barely
1: following. <laughs> Hana. I mean you're from what you're saying and from what I understand, the the giant gilicorns are very, very important to your people's mm-hmm. well being as well as their uh legacy, am I correct?
0: He gives you a, a narrowed narrowed eyed stare, Mariposa.
3: What? Like it was important. He rolled something. Oh. Yeah.
0: Can, you, can you describe it for me? What did you see exactly?
1: <laughs> um, so, Mariposa, let's see. Uh, can, what is, so for Hope's knowledge, what does, so you said a gilicorn is a bipedal lizard with a horn.
3: Yes. Like a Gila monster, almost.
0: Yeah, kind of like a Gila monster. With a unicorn horn.
1: Um...
3: No,
0: no, no horn. <laughs> G- Gila corn, like a, like like a cor- like corn on the cob. Oh.
1: What?
2: That's a Gila.
0: That, that's a Gila corn. Little little bipedal lizard that steals eggs.
1: So it doesn't have a horn at all.
0: No, no, Gila corn.
1: I thought I was thinking like a unicorn.
0: Yeah, I oh, thought you combined I, oh, thought monster thought a, unicorn. I I <laughs> a <laughs> monster
3: and a unicorn. <laughs> Wait, didn't we see those things then? The little didn't we see little lizards yeah, that looked like did. they were going to steal eggs? I remember you saying that.
0: Um, Maybe you might have seen them inside the the rock where there are an abundance of eggs to be stolen.
1: So what we saw in the spirit world. And in the in the what was it? It's not a stone where the buzzard wasps were the, the hive I guess. Uh, inside the hive and around where we were, saw many of the little yellow corns scampering around. Whenever I saw what I believe from what you are talking about to be the giant yellow corn, I believe it or not. Uh, was pretty intimidated and scared for my own well-being because generally the larger spirits in the spirit world are even more unfriendly than the small ones. So from what I saw, it was quite large and intimidating and even more impressively marked than its tiny uh, counterpart.
0: Mm, Roll me a deception check, Mariposa.
1: Okay...
0: This is one uh, purple and one red.
1: Yogi, I might have a thingy that helps with this. Oh, convincing demeanor. No, that's for, that's for the black dice. Hold on. It's been a while since I've looked at this. Um, man, all of these for are for black dice. Um,
3: all right. Uh, Artisus.
0: One purple. It's It's one purple and one red.
1: Got it. Oh man, my deception is like because it's not charisma; it's guile. So this is gonna be great.
3: All right. Let's see what happens. Oh my god! Oh damn!
1: I got a triumph. And a
0: uh, three threat. The su- the success of the triumph canceled out by a failure?
1: No, it was just three threat and then the triumph.
0: Okay, so you've got a success with that triumph. Um, yeah, don't forget, those always count as at least one success, uh, thereby being canceled or not canceled by any failure you may roll. So a success, three threat, and a triumph. So Mariposa, you successfully deceive the Beetle King in describing to him what you believe is a a giant gila um, <clears throat> the threat here is that he interrupts this description that you give him at particular times and he says no 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 they're not colored like that they're much larger uh, surely you saw the surely you saw the horns you saw the horns and the spiked carapace yes mm, mm of course of course what is what do you how do you want to spend your triumph in this moment? Do you want to? I'll leave it to you.
1: Um, I don't know if this is too much for a triumph. I don't know if this is me imposing uh, my own wills on what the NPC is going to do. I guess you can take this and kind of decide what you think is most appropriate. Um, for my idea, maybe he gets so enthused and so excited about this potential and actually. You know, I guess, I guess since she got away with her deception with this sighting, he immediately like maybe gets some people together to go and have a meeting about it with the shamans or something and leaves Carter unattended.
0: I don't know. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super excited about like what you it's, see. He's convinced that you saw what he is is after almost the mm. the proof that he's looking to seal the legitimacy of of his rule, you know, to justify uh, everything that he's up, been up to. And he actually excitedly gets up, almost forgetting decorum and composure, and, uh, you know, snaps towards Mushi and Wushi in the back, and, and they co- sort of convene. And for a moment, Kara is is alone, unattended by the throne, um, you know, like five, six feet away from you guys. And she, she like, peeks up. What are you doing?
1: Tana shrugged, like, very confusedly. <laughs> um, but they're all still in the room.
0: They are all still in the room, but I that, i think that triumph will buy you an opportunity to have a, a brief back and forth with Kara That won't Kara, be overheard. Kata, we have
1: no idea what... She's gonna speak in a, like a whispered, like a stage whisper, almost. Um, we have no idea what's going on here? What, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to help you?
0: They are keeping my father below. The dungeon is on the fourth level.
1: Okay. And, what, are you, are you betrothed to the Beetle King now?
0: I am a hostage. How
1: do we... But, so, Do you want to yes. help your father, or you?
0: I don't know. I don't know. What can you do? Can... Is I don't there a want void to... underneath mm-hmm. us? A void of, like... Like, mm. if I were to toff open the floor and drop us in, would we be in another hallway or a room? To get yes. us away from him towards this dungeon? There is an empty space below you. I, does I it don't seem, like, habitable, it. or does it seem like just a void in the earth? No, there's definitely... So, like, there's... As, as Kata indicated, there is, like, a fourth fourth floor beneath you guys so it is like a i don't know if it's a hallway or a room per se because i didn't think about the idea that you just had corey that's a great like but yeah there's something beneath you
2: there are a lot of earth members
1: around us though we could do that though and then you know be like, oh, gateway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i see the look in all of your eyes You're planning something, and I want to be a part of it. In fact, (laughs) you are a sight for sore eyes. I thought we had lost you all for good. Seeing you on the horizon with that flare fills me with hope. I think, together, we can get out of here.
1: Mariposa will nod and smile.
0: But you'll need a plan. We
1: need time. We need to split up, guys. Some of us take into the dungeon, some of us go out.
3: Well, I think most likely Roshi and I would be best going down with the aquifers down there and the earth around us. will be at our strongest. I'm weak up at the surface.
1: Chet's Quiet. good stuff and Hana and I are good at talking to people and maybe we can make our ways down there and meet up with you guys at some point.
2: But if we just get him out and run, even if Kara comes with us, won't you still be in the same trouble you were in right before this happened? He still has all these soldiers. They overtook you before.
0: This is a good point. We will need some kind of plan to impede their ability to strike back. You saw the Otherwise stables above.
2: end up back here again? Stables? If you
0: could... Yes, if you could somehow sabotage them, maybe, maybe make their, their rhino beetles sick. I don't know. I don't know. I'm spitballing. I have an idea.
1: What does Mariposa know because of because insect? What does Mariposa know? How much does Mariposa know about rhino beetles?
0: Um, Mariposa knows just generally a lot about bugs. Um, yeah. I, you... It, if you want to know about the anatomy, uh, again, I think that would take a, a nature check to know specifically about rhino beetles.
1: Can I spend a story point for something?
0: Yes. What do you want to do?
1: Um, I want to spend a story point that Mariposa knows about a way to get a bunch of rhino beetles spooked and just inconsolable, kind of like, you know, like an entire herd of like cattle or something, you know, how you like... There's something that will get them so riled up and, and um not able to be calmed in a way that they can't, you know, be used. And so the writers can't utilize them, I guess. Just a good way to spook them or get them otherwise unusable.
0: Yeah, I like that idea a lot. You can, you can So you can flip that story point to say that you um, you definitely know how to... Spook and and make these uh, basically in- incapacitate the 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 rhino beetles and and their use as cavalry. Okay, cool. Or draft animals. Cool. You can you can yeah you can you can color in the details uh, maybe during that scene or later. But yeah. but Mariposa has this knowledge.
1: Awesome, thanks. I can I definitely can think of a way that we can make those rhino beetles stables completely useless to the beetle people.
0: That's good. But we still need to get my father out of prison. Uh, He's coming back! He's coming back! (laughs) This has been a tremendous day. One that will go down in the history books. He pats you on the back like real hearty Mariposa.
1: we could be of help.
0: Yes, of course. Now, w- why don't you take on the hospitalities that we have to offer? We've got fresh food. Drink, if that's your choice. Please. Take a bath, even.
1: Boy, that sounds wonderful. Thank you.
0: Kara, my love. Let's depart and... Head to our quarters. I've got many plans I want to discuss with you. Yes, your iridescence. She bows her head. Uh, And as he, like, walks behind, like, to the back of the chamber and disappears behind a door, she, like, looks over her shoulders towards you guys.
2: Hana gives her a firm nod.
0: Yeah, giving you a firm nod. Then she disappears behind the threshold, and the stone closes as if there was no door there you are uh you you hear the procession and and like subtle whispers and voices of the courtiers who were dismissed and and taken out kind of like proceed back into the room as mushy and wooshy open the the doors in the back